What's up, guys? Hope you're doing well. Cloud with you here. It's the very last Advent 2023 devotional, even though it's the 5th of January. It's already the new year. Thank you so much for sticking with it. I hope you, and the timing is always a little off, but I hope you've enjoyed that uh, devotional. If you picked it up to read or going just through these episodes was helpful for you this season, uh, I enjoyed it. I did. And so today we're going to talk about three Christmas presents. That's the title of the, the devotion. You know how after Christmas um, we go around and say, oh, what'd you get? Or you text your friends like, hey, what'd you get? What'd your wife get you? Or what you know, whatever. We've done that since we were kids, maybe show and tell in elementary school, or we just maybe show it off on social media, whatever it is. We say, hey, what'd you get? And so I like that kind of pitch. That's the title and devotional. And so John Piper has called this three Christmas presents. Here's, here's three things you get that we got for Christmas. And so he gets this, what we saw yesterday, yesterday's episode from first John chapter 2, 1 through 2, and then also 1 John chapter 3, 7 through 8, some other places. Those are the texts he's using. It's not traditional Christmas, but here's here's what we got for Christmas. And so let's just go ahead and read that. 1 John chapter 2, 1 through 2. My little children, I'm writing these things to you so that you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. He is the propitiation for our sins, and not only for ours, but also for the sins of the whole world. And so the first thing that we get for Christmas that he's, he talks about is, he, he calls it a clear purpose for living. Or you could say the meaning of life. That's a pretty good gift, right? Like if you get, oh, I've got the meaning of life this year. Well, that's what we have, and we see it all through Scripture, but as we see it in this particular text, put negatively, and we see this put positively. What's our purpose in life? It's to not sin anymore. So don't do that. That's a negative. It's like, do, do this. That's positive. Don't do this. That's a negative. Uh, not bad negative, but the side of that coin. So negatively is to, to not sin. And he says this in 1 John chapter 3, 7 through 8. We talked about this yesterday. Little children, let no one deceive you. Whoever practices righteousness is righteous as he is righteous. Whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil, for the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. So negatively stated, don't sin. That's your purpose in life. We have that now once we're a Christian. We have the power to not sin because of the Holy Spirit in us. So that's your purpose. Look more like Jesus. Stop sinning. Then put positively, right? So positively stated. We also see this in 1 John in that very same chapter a few verses later. It says, and this is his commandment that we believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another just as he has commanded us. So stop sinning. Don't do that. And then do this. Believe in Jesus and love one another as he has commanded us. So, I mean, that's there's so much more to the Christian life than not sinning and sinning. We have eternal life. We have joy. We have all these things. We're co-heirs. We'll get to spend eternity with Jesus, the creator of the universe, the creator of us. We'll get, be reunited. All these things, you know, the purpose of living. Here in this text, we see don't sin, and we, we get to look like Jesus and love one another, right? That's that's a clear purpose. And, you know, that's a great present because I think sometimes some of the prayers I've had in the mornings is, God, thank you for rescuing me and giving me a reason to live. Like there's so many people that you look there's so much hurt and, and struggle in the world, and we see our fallen nature and sin, but just so many people who, you know, maybe they're not going through hard times necessarily, but they just, 
they're not there's nothing to live for they're just going on autopilot and we don't have that as christians we have a purpose for living and so that's a great gift that we we received at christmas something to to hold on to the rest of the year the number two the second gift we've gotten at christmas is that our sin our failures have been forgiven how amazing of a gift is this I'm writing these things to you that you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, he has an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. He's the propitiation for our sins and not only for those, but the sins of the whole world. You've been forgiven. How freeing is that, that we have this, we mess up all the time and we get down about that, but we don't have to because our sins are forgiven, past, present, and future. Yay, that's that's an amazing present. Who can top that? Then the third one is empowering grace, right? He doesn't just leave us that way. We have guilt and and shame and fear, and he takes that from us. And then we're given empowering grace. The old is gone. Behold, the new has come. You're a new creation. Our failures have been forgiven, and we're not staying that way. He loves us enough to give us empowering grace, to give us motivating grace, right? The his kindness is meant to lead us to repentance, and now we have the power to do that. So those are three amazing gifts that we received this Christmas. We have a purpose for living. We have the meaning of life. We have our failures being forgiven. Yay! And then we have empowering grace to stop doing those things. Those are three amazing gifts that we've received this year for Christmas. I hope you've enjoyed this Advent series. Will you join us uh, Monday as we start a new series? We're going to talk about... Uh, some staff coming on here and talk about their favorite verses, a few of my favorite things, right? And so we're going to talk about those uh, in, in the next coming weeks. We'll eventually get to another book study in First Thessalonians as a church together. So I hope you come back for that. And thank you so much for tuning in with us. We'll see you on the next episode. Mm-hmm.